Section 8 of Billy Bunny and His Friends by David Corey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapters 36 to 40. After Billy Bunny and the elephant left the photograph gallery, they traveled along for some time without meeting with any adventure. All of a sudden, a voice sang from a treetop, Curlew, curlew, curlew. Who's that? cried the little rabbit. He didn't know it was a killyloo bird. Neither did the elephant. Who are you? asked the bunny boy. I'm killyloo, the rainbow bird. My eyes are pink, and my bill is blue, and my feathers shine with a yellow hue. Some people say it is absurd to be such a many-colored bird, but that's the reason I'll tell to you. They call me the Rainbow Killy-Loo. Fly away, you old feathered paint-box, cried the elephant crossly. Then he and the little rabbit went off. But they hadn't gone very far when a green snake glided out of its hole. He took the end of his tail in his mouth and said to the little rabbit, Roll me like a hoop. But Billy Bunny was afraid, so the big elephant picked up the snake and rolled him along with his trunk for a hoop stick. And this made two little squirrels laugh so hard that they fell off the tree right on top of the elephant. Then they began to turn somersaults on his back, and this made little Billy Bunny think he ought to do something more. So he jumped over backwards and stood on his head. While all this was going on, who should come by but a tin peddler, who took out a little tin trumpet and began playing lovely dance music. Well, you should have been there. It was splendid, just like the circus. By and by the tin peddler said, If I can find enough tent cloth in my bag, I'll make a big tent and we'll have a regular circus. And if the conductor doesn't charge five cents extra for ringing the bell every time a passenger gets off the car, I'll tell you in the next story why the elephant wouldn't belong to the tin peddler's circus. Chapter 37 Already belong to a circus, said the elephant, when the tin peddler began looking for the tent cloth in his bag. I won't join another, not if you paid me my weight in gold. In that case, we won't have a circus, said the peddler, for what would a circus be without an elephant? By this time, everybody was tired anyway. So Billy Bunny and the elephant said goodbye and started off again on their travels. Let me see, said the elephant. I've been away three days of my week's vacation, so there are only four left. We had better make the most of them then, said little Billy Bunny for I shall be sorry to lose so fine a fellow as you. It was now noontime, so they sat down to eat their lunch. 
the little rabbit opened his knapsack and took out a bottle of lemon soda two carrots and a bag of peanuts and he and the elephant had all they wanted to eat by and by they both fell sound asleep and then what do you suppose happened a big eagle flew by and picked up the elephant in his great strong claws if the little rabbit had only waked up in time he might have saved his big friend but he didn't that is until about an hour after and then it was too late when the bunny boy opened his eyes he was surprised not to see the elephant he looked up into the tree and under a stone but of course he couldn't find him just then he heard a little grasshopper say as i was a hopping down the grass a great big eagle overhead did pass in his claws he held an elephant which made the eagle gasp and pant for the elephant weighed a ton i guess although he might have weighed a little less which way did they go asked billy bunny when he found out he hopped off as fast as he could to rescue his elephant friend by and by he came to the foot of the high mountain where the eagle had his nest and when the elephant saw him coming he took a little flag from his pocket and waved it and when the big eagle saw the american flag he said three cheers for the red white and blue now i know you are both good and true i will say right away i was only in play for i am the bird as you must have heard who fights for the big u s a and he picked up the big elephant and carried him down safely to billy bunny and if the lemon lollipop doesn't drop off its stick and roll under my typewriter i'll tell you next time how the elephant unpacked his trunk chapter thirty eight let me think in the last story i promised to tell you how the elephant unpacked his trunk well i can't for when he got back to the circus he'd lost the key but as that was the only piece of bad luck on his vacation he didn't care very much he just borrowed the clean collar from the monkey and started right in as if nothing had happened let's go back to little billy bunny he was hopping along as usual when he came across his friend the grasshopper didn't you find your elephant friend oh yes replied the little rabbit he's back at the circus what are you going to do i'll tell you replied the grasshopper listen to me in the sweet by and by when the sun is shining high i shall sing a merry song and shall sing it all day long happy little hopper i in this wheat by and by and now that i told you there's nothing more to say and he hopped into the field after a little ways not so very far billy bunny came to a ploughed field 
and the first person he saw was Mr. Crow. He was just dropping down from a treetop. "'What are you going to do?' asked Billy Bunny. "'Well, there's one thing I'm not going to do,' answered the old crow, pointing to the farmer and his hired man, who were planting corn. "'I'm not going anywhere near them.' And then Mr. Crow showed the little rabbit how to scratch up the yellow kernels which were already planted. Just then, all of a sudden, bang, went something, and Mr. Crow fluttered and hopped off to the friendly forest, and so did Billy Bunny. But I don't mean he fluttered, he hopped, but lots better than Mr. Crow. And when they were safe among the trees, Mr. Crow said, I'm shot. Oh, dear me, said the little rabbit. I wish I were a doctor. But there wasn't any use in wishing, and pretty soon Mr. Crow became very sick. I'm going to die. I know it, he cried. Let me look at your wing, said Billy Bunny, for that was the place where the old crow had been hit. But there wasn't even a scratch on it. When Mr. Crow learned this, he flapped his wings and said he felt better, and pretty soon he flew away. And if the pepper box doesn't drop some pepper in the ice cream and make it cry so it won't freeze, I'll tell you next time about Billy Bunny and the Firefly. Chapter 39 well, that was a rude old bird, said little Billy Bunny, after the crow flew off. He didn't even thank me for telling him he wasn't hurt. But I don't care. And the little bunny picked a big sunflower and struck it in his buttonhole. Then he hopped off down the road, and by and by he came to a robin tugging away at a big worm. But the worm wouldn't come out of his hole, and the robin wouldn't let go. So there they were, tugging away as hard as they could. And I don't know who would have given in first if a big black cat hadn't made a jump for the pretty robin redbreast. Did you ever see such luck, said the cat, as the robin flew away? But the little worm didn't answer. He just winked at Billy Bunny and crawled back into his hole. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again, said the little rabbit. And he hopped off into the woods to get out of the hot sun. And after a little ways, not so very far, he came to a nice cool place. So he sat down to rest, and by and by, he fell asleep, and when he woke up, it was so dark he couldn't see his hand behind his face. Dear me, said the little rabbit, I haven't anything to eat, and I'm hungry as two or three wild cats. I wish I could see my way. I might find something to eat. I'll light my little lantern, and you can follow me said a little firefly. So Bunny picked up his striped candy cane 
and threw his knapsack over his shoulder and fixed the sunflower straight in his buttonhole and then he looked at his gold watch and chain and do you know it was nearly fourteen o'clock it's pretty late for supper just then the firefly's lantern went out and he stubbed his toe i guess it is said the firefly but if you don't find something to eat before morning you'll have to wait for breakfast well just then the firefly's lantern showed a little toadstool table and on it was a big apple pie well here we are cried billy bunny and he and the firefly sat down and began to eat the pie and every now and then the firefly put out her lantern and took more pie but the little rabbit didn't care for he could eat forty times as fast as she could all of a sudden just like that a big owl flew down and said what do you mean by eating my pie mr rabbit but the firefly held her lantern right in his face so that the light blinded his eyes for owls can only see in the dark you know so that billy bunny had time to hop away before the owl could catch him and if the baker's little girl doesn't string a lot of nice hot doughnuts around her neck for a necklace so that she can't get them off when she goes to bed i'll tell you in the next story about the big dog that chased billy bunny chapter forty the yellow sun is up each morn before the old cow blows her horn unless it's cloudy overhead and then he sometimes stays in bed and if it's raining oh dear me he won't get up till half past three billy bunny opened his knapsack and took out his little pink umbrella then off he hopped over puddles till he came to a rubber plant and as it was still raining pitchforks he pulled two nice rubber boots off the plant and put them on now i won't get my feet wet but i do wish it would rain something besides pitchforks well after a while his wish came true and mr happy son got out of bed and it wasn't quite half past three either and of course then it stopped raining right away so billy bunny took off his umbrella and folded up his rubbers and put them carefully away in his knapsack for who knows he said when it may rain again billy bunny certainly looked like a little soldier rabbit as he hopped along little knapsack on his back and his striped candy cane over his shoulder like a gun and how brave he felt too yes siree he did all of a sudden quicker than that out popped a big dog from behind the bushes well sir you should have seen that little rabbit run he went so fast that his rubber boots in his knapsack couldn't keep up with him bow wow wow 
said the dog, close at his heels. Three and a half times he nearly had Billy Bunny's tail. Oh dear, oh dear, cried the little rabbit. I never went so fast before in all my life, but I've got to go faster. Bow, wow, wow, barked the dog, and he got so close to Billy Bunny that he grabbed him by the tail. Not really his tail, you know, but only a little of the fur. On and on they went until, all of a sudden, Billy Bunny turned around and pointed his little candy cane just like a gun at the big dog. And would you believe it? That great big dog stopped right then and there. He thought, you know, that Billy Bunny had a real gun. It was a very brave thing in Billy Bunny to do, for, of course, he really only had a little candy cane. And that big dog turned around with his tail between his legs and ran and ran and ran. And if he doesn't stop running before he hits my inkstand and spills all my typewriter, I'll tell you next time something more about Billy Bunny. End of section 8